Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast, where today we are covering WCW Saturday Night on TBS from February the 22nd, 1992, and if you're listening to this on YouTube, take two seconds and hit subscribe and then hit the like button, help us continue to grow the YouTube channel. Before I throw it to Crockett and Harper, big shout out to disrespectfully classy Marky Blassie, Mike Childry, Joe Ice, and good old Justin. If you're listening to this whenever you are, uh, Dr. Blassie did return. And uh, it it will be a bonus show eventually. Maybe it already is. It is up on Patreon, though, at this time. So uh, Patreon's got it early. Crockett, let me welcome you back. Is this third week in a row? I'm losing track now. Or fourth? I think so. Yeah. Third. D- Doc is doing all right. He's still drowning in uh, soccer games and such. Drowning. Drowning is a great way to put it. He's drowning. It's yeah. It's pretty damn bad. Yeah. He was. Uh, he told me earlier today... He said, man, um, Mrs. Doc is getting me is tired of me complaining about uh, the schedule on Tuesday with the kids. And she told me I need to just record. But that's just a setup because the minute I go and tell you, yeah, I can record this week. She's going to say, oh, you want to do that shit? It's more important than the kids. Yeah, so it is. Lady. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he's hanging in there. I guess everything's you know living a dream, brother, as Hopper likes to say. Well, yeah, I, I told you that. Uh, yeah, with, with everything going on in in my life, this is like this is my me time. This is this is the only time <laughs> I get. So I'm happy to have it. Happy to be here. So thanks, Doc. <laughs> oh, but dude, guess Hopper. what I bought, bro? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I went to that 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 Salvage grocery store. I like going to. Mm-hmm. I bought a 24 pack. Of uh, Miller Lite Tall Boys for fourteen ninety nine, dude. How much? Fourteen ninety nine for twenty four. Yeah, a twenty four pack of Tall Boys, the wow. sixteen ounce cans. I couldn't believe that shit. I'm like, fuck, bitch, you coming home with me? <laughs> I've never seen that before. A twenty four, uh, a twenty four pack of Tall Boys. Boy, that's uh that'll get you squared away for the weekend, huh? Yeah, for real. <laughs> Crack one right now. To watch. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty damn cheap in twenty twenty three, man. Bruh, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, what the fuck? What's wrong with it? Is it expired? I'm I'm trying to find <laughs> the angle up. here. Maybe <laughs> I mean, is it expired? What's the what's the born on date on those yeah, bastards? It's expired. I mean, what you think? <laughs> 
<laughs> so it's got no flavor. Truck. I mean, it's not stupid old. It expired about three weeks ago, but I don't give a fuck. That's not too bad. No. Three weeks? Eh. Yeah. Get them ice cold, and you won't be able to tell the difference, right? For real. Bah! I went down this rabbit hole. Maybe y'all seen this guy, because this video was from like five years ago. But, I mean, this is my first time seeing this guy. It's this dude... He's a Bills fan, and he he takes old products like a beer from like 25 years ago, and he drinks them. He, and it's or or he he t- he had. I remember the 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 uh, Crystal Pepsi right from the 90s. <laughs> yeah, he had one of those from the 90s, and. It wasn't crystal anymore. It looked like piss in the bottle. <laughs> and he drank the shit. <laughs> and then and then after that, he drinks a can of slice. Remember oh. slice? Oh yes. It's a can of slice from the nineties. He drinks that and then he finishes it then he finishes it off by drinking um a new coke. <laughs> You know, for the 80s when they changed the formula? Yes. Yes. That's 40 years ago. Yes. And he's like, man, this looks bad. They got something in this water. I think it's like a fungus or something. Something's (laughs) growing. And he puts his phone up to it. And you can see something in the water that is solid. Like (laughs) in the Coke. And he drinks it, bruh. And then, I I mean, needless to say, he he throws up afterwards. Of course. (laughs) But I'm like, what fucking gross is that, bruh? Next like, this time, guy's t- gonna have fucking. This guy's gonna have to go to the emergency room. <laughs> Next time, just drink battery acid while you're at it. I mean, God, <laughs> that's disgusting. That's why uh, Mills is talking about he wants subscriptions for the YouTube channel. He's gotta keep up with this guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's got a a can of Miller Lite. It's uh, what Super Bowl was it? I think it was one where where uh, Doc's Cowboys won it. I, I think oh, it was. Oh, that's that's decades decades ago. Then. Yeah, I, I think it was the one in in like Pasadena in the Rose that was, Bowl. Uh, that was Buffalo. Yeah, he drank one of those, dude. Cause, because because the can says it like Super Bowl yada yada Pasadena, and he drank one of those beers and he pours it in a glass, bruh. And they got something floating in that motherfucker, bro. It's these little black things. 1992. That's how old the goddamn beer was. I'm like, Super Bowl 27? Sounds about right. I'm like, this guy's got to know. So that sounds about right, Crockett. Yeah, yeah. That was the, I think that was their first of the three in the 90s. That's sick. Wikipedia here. Yeah, that is disgusting. Uh, I'm not trying to. Yeah. I'm like this dude's out of his fucking mind, bro. And, yeah. and of course, I look at the views; it, it's like millions and millions of fucking yeah. views. So I was like, well, at least he's making money off this shit. I mean, and I look, I was like, this is from five years ago. I was like, why in the fuck my first time, you know, discovering this fucking guy? <laughs> you were very entertained by it. It's yeah, I'm, like, stop. I'm thinking there's no way he's gonna drink that fucking new coke from like 1986. There's no way. He fucking drank it, bro. And it was fucking nasty. 
<laughs> is this stuff it's, that he it, keeps or is he's like buying it off eBay and stuff like that? I couldn't tell you. Yeah. This from the guy who does circle circle dot dot. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Uh, I'm listening. Look, look what? Well, well, you know, you can't wash off a can of fucking new Coke. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is what it is. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, this is fun. All right. Well, before we get too much further down the uh, rabbit hole in this episode of Harper's Ex- Escapades on YouTube, watching people drink liquids that are 40 and 30 years old uh we did have one new five-star review this week it came from junkyard dragon on itunes slash apple podcast the title says bringing the heat and cracking me up it says babyface champion hard body hopper goes the distance with doc turner when ref menace isn't counting him out or waiting on his call they bring enough expert analysis to 30-year-old matches, vile humor, and not enough Bruno talk, that's a Darren joke, to make me look as fool, make me look a fool as I listen on the 1.5-hour commute to Boston. This guy's in your area, Crockett. All right. Uh, thanks, guys. You've got me feeling like I'm 15 again at least for an hour a week. Cheers. Oh, I wonder who that is. Uh, he's in yeah, Northeasterner. I uh, appreciate that, uh, Junkyard Dragon. It is greatly appreciated. And if you want a shout-out, just do something free. Give us a five-star review on Podcast Attic or uh, Apple Podcast, and we will read it and shout you out on air because that's, that's what we do each and every time. Uh, we are the first podcast that I know of that uh, decided years ago to start reading our five-star reviews on air, and now I'm told lots of podcasts like to do it. No shade, just stating a fact. Uh, that was from Doc Turner. He mentioned this to me a few weeks ago, and I kept forgetting to bring it up. So there's that. Um, hey, Crockett, before we you get know. into this episode of Saturday Night, where's the fucking top five you promised me three weeks ago? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, this in a drawer here somewhere. Uh, next week, I'm telling you, next week, it's going to happen. Am I, am I here next week? I guess I'll find out. Yeah, yeah. No, you are next week. We we actually need to have a discussion about next week because next week is a lead-in show for the pay-per-view. And the lead-in show for the pay-per-view is 45 minutes. But the whole Jesus. show the whole show is like basically the Saturday night episode. And again, recaps. I got to watch it. I haven't watched it. It's a lot of recaps. And there may only be like one new match in it. So with that said, I honestly think we should just quickly hit that episode and then do the pay-per-view. Like... The same just, night. Yeah. It's like pulling the bandaid off. Just pull that bitch off. Yeah. Just pull the bitch off. You <laughs> yeah, know, that, that, yeah. And again, it, it's, it, that episode's so short. So yeah, we'll see how, uh, we'll see. We'll decide maybe we'll make an executive decision after this show's over tonight. How's that sound? Yeah. We'll fill the rest of the time reviewing YouTube clips of people drinking beverages, <laughs> drinking, <laughs> drinking new Coke from 1984 <laughs> or whenever it is. I feel like it was like 1983 or four, but, I don't know. Joe Joe and Quinn covered it on Acid Wash Memories. Uh, that was a pretty good episode where they talked about the, the cola wars or whatever. Yes, yes. Well, how'd you like to be Coke Hopper? You know, you're, you're flying high, you're doing great, and some stupid-ass executive was like, we're going to come up with new Coke. 
Well, you and... know what happened was. Oh, Pepsi he's going to educate on, me. Yeah, Pepsi went on the huge ad campaign, the choice of the next generation, like Pepsi Michael Challenge. Jack- yeah, well, that, yeah. Went, like Michael yep. Jackson was in the commercial, and Madonna. I think they had Huey Lewis in the news, and all. It was these. It was these new hip happening, you know, people that kids love, and then. For the first time, Pepsi passed up Coca-Cola in sales. And so for the first time, Coke tasted their own blood, and they panicked. And that's when they made new Coke to taste more like Pepsi. They made it more sweeter. And that's when everyone lost their fucking minds. Dude, they lost their minds. (laughs) It's like a defining moment in my childhood. New Coke and hearing the adults that I was around complain about it. This is nasty shit. Yeah. Yeah, Bill Cosby (laughs) pushing it. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that's when Michael Jackson, didn't it? That's when he shot that commercial and he burned his hair or whatever from the pyrotechnics. Yeah, buddy. Well, anyway, um, so Crockett, let's see if you can pull together a top five for next week. I'm not going to hold my breath, though. I know you're a busy man. It's got to be a top five soda at this point, it looks like. Oh, God, I thought this was a wrestling podcast. I'm not trying to steal from Murata and, and Quinn. They're the Why ones not? that do They're that well. stuff great. Oh, come on. Uh, they're good. Check, hey, everybody listen to this. Check out Acid Wash Memories. Uh, you can thank me later. Joe and Quinn do a lot of research. They do a great job on this show. It's really, really good. Um, I listen to it every week um, at some point. I don't, Sometimes I don't get to it on the day it drops, but I try to. Anyway, good stuff. Good guys. Same guys that do OVP, our vantage point. Uh, okay, let's get into this week's episode of Saturday Night. I just, I just shared my screen with you two hooligans. And again, this is... February the 22nd of 1992. This week's episode is the second half of the TV taping that took place from February 12th of 92 at Center Stage. Uh, When we open the show, we see clips of the mayhem that happened last week at the end of the episode before we went off air with the Dangerous Alliance going at it with the other top baby faces. And then we go to an intro with Jim Ross, who is with the tailor-made man on commentary to start the show. And Jim Ross tells us that the main event will be an eight-man tag leading up to Super Brawl next week. Larry Zbysko, Rick Rude, Bobby Eaton, and Arn Anderson versus Sting, Dustin Rhodes, Barry Windham, and Ricky Steamboat. So we're just going to get everybody involved in both factions. Well, I don't know if Sting's group is a faction yet, but you know what I'm saying. Man called Sting. Yeah. Um... TaylorMade Man is looking very sophisticated. Oh, in yeah, he's got his glasses Jim, on. Got them Jim Cornette glasses. Looks like he's going <laughs> to do one of those uh, those old right guard commercials because anything else would be uncivilized. <laughs> <laughs> Remember though, <laughs> dude, I, I ain't going to lie. I wore right guard for years. Oh, yeah. I that still buy the stuff. can every now and then if, if, if it's on, like, sale just for, you know, nostalgic reasons. The can? Yeah, just a regular <laughs> can of fucking right guard. I used to wear a stick. It. Yeah, you see, the, I, the only stick they make is that white stick, and I can't stand the white stick. Mm-hmm. Oh, they don't make the green one anymore? I don't think they do. Somebody going to fact check you out there. I well, can tell you that well, now. Well, good for them. 
All that deodorant nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah. And it brought. And I, I spray that on, dude. Like Tiffany's still sleeping, bro. I sh- and it's this fog of like <laughs> of like the eighties right guards. Just Wakes her up out of a dead sleep. Yeah, she goes. Why you gotta do that here? <laughs> Wait, I'm getting confused. You're talking about right guard, and I'm talking about speed stick. No, no, no. no. Oh no, I, <laughs> right. I use speed stick. Yeah, I was like, they don't have the green no more. Oh, That's yeah, why I said yeah, that yeah, about yeah, speed yeah, stick. Bruh, I am holding the green of speed stick in my hand right now as I'm talking to you, <laughs> dude. Speed stick. The the. I don't know what they the changed something. The green regular back in the day yeah, was some potent right shit. Yeah. But you take the right guard and blast it in the air so Tiffany can get mad. My fucking old pisses me off. They don't make speed stick musk anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way that smelled, bro. It, it, they don't make it anymore. Of course you do. Ah, well... Let's see if you like the smell of this promo coming from Ricky Steamboat and the other baby faces here. You know something, ladies and gentlemen, day in and day out, in this studio right here, in every major city across this country, the four of us, at one time or another, have had our brains and our bodies laid out in the rings across the nation. Because Paul Lee and his Dangerous Alliance seem to find it a funny, funny game to crawl their way through the corridors, and it doesn't matter if it's a one-on-one or a two-or-two. They like to interfere in everybody's matches, and they go back to the locker room and laugh about it, get back out of here with Jim Ross and brag about it. But later on in the show, we're going to put all the eggs in one basket and start cracking some heads, because we got them all in an eight-man tag. Fans, this team is ready, and I hope you're ready. Let's go up to Rhubarb Jones. Boy, that ninja just looks out of place, doesn't he? Very intimidating. Look at him. Photoshopped. Like, like he doesn't belong there. Right. He's, like, too far away from him. Yeah, because I'm like, thinking, fuck, he looks shorter than I realize. He's standing way the fuck back there. But he, he like, he's, like, 5'2 anyway, though. That dude's oh, really? short. Yeah, whoever it is. He looks really short. It's got to be an enhancement talent. I mean, I know who it is at the – I know who it's going to be. Yeah. Like, what they're doing with this. But it's got to be – that's got to be just an enhancement talent dressed as a. Is that the know. same ninja from 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 last week? I, I would assume so. It's the same taping. I would assume oh. it's the same taping. But yeah, he looks like an executioner. Look, right. Harper. I just just realized he's got the sigh in his in his in his belt. Oh yeah, like ninja turtle. <laughs> he's got the ninja turtle sigh. Fucking member. Uh, uh, American Ninja, that stupid ass movie. Yes, I used to love that movie as a kid, but you couldn't pay me to sit through that shit. Now we used to watch some dumb shit. Let's I be know, real. bro. I mean, we talk about these kids nowadays watching stupid stuff, but I'm telling you, if you turn on the movies that we used to waste our Saturdays and Sundays <laughs> on, it was some bad stuff, and that's one of them. Um. I'll tell you what's not one of them is Weird Science. We still got to do a Patreon show on that, that episode. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, that movie. Drink it. Drink it. <laughs> what's this, sir? Give me the key. Give me the key. Kicked him in the balls and called him. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I called him something. Say that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Kept them in the bottles and called them up in front of everyone. What's this boy talking about on the telephone, yeah. man? <laughs> what do you mean the telephone? You gotta explain it. <laughs> I can't. Like once a year, I send Harper that clip from YouTube. <laughs> explain it. Explain it. Bring yeah. it. I love that movie so much. Dude, yeah. that movie is so like grown ass, like these like grown ass black men just sitting there listening to this fucking kid talking about some girl in the eighth grade. Right, they're like sixteen years old. Yeah. <laughs> they're like sixteen, drinking in this bar, and he's these these old black men. Well, there was that one Italian guy though too, in there. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. What was his name? Dino or something Dino. like that. She's into Malacca's, do you know? <laughs> She's into Malacca's. Hey. Yeah. That's on a t-shirt. I think it's on, uh, what's that? The $5 t-shirts or whatever it's called. The $6 t-shirts. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I've seen those. Yeah, before. that's on uh. one of them. She's into Malacca's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man. One of these days we got to do that show because that, that, yeah, our every our listeners, I guarantee you, ninety percent of them have seen that movie. Worst kind of pain. <laughs> <laughs> What's a fine lady like you doing with a top, couple of whatever like Lockers. these them? Yeah, it's purely sexual. <laughs> Your <Yeah>. boy, <laughs> no shit. <laughs> no shit. She's into Malacca's, Dino. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we got Brian Pillman taking on Rip Rogers in the ring for people that want us to just talk about wrestling. Uh, Jim Ross reminds us that Super Brawl 2 is only a week away on pay-per-view. Uh, Crockett, do you have, it, you have anything from this one? Well, first of all, there's girls in the front row that have a, a poster of Flying Brian, and it's just like they drew like his ass in, yeah. the, in the tights in, yeah. the, in his trunks. That's weird, weird, yeah. the, weird the beginning. I think they show him when he yeah, runs Yeah, right by. here, yeah. Right there. Oh, yeah. I love Brian, and that's literally his tights. Yeah, like just his, his ass. <laughs> and then the next one's got, eh, it's not bad. It's just a I don't know. Maybe they're the one that, that, uh, that he looked up with, uh, with the baby and the, uh. Oh. <laughs> winked. The yeah. wink. In the wink, yeah. Yeah, wink it down. Take some notes, kid. <laughs> Stop. Uh, that's a hell of a story. Uh, what else, Crockett? Oh, last week I was talking about they had him in there with some like soft, um, like out of shape guy. At least, I mean, Rip Rip Rogers a little more in shape. They they try to um, uh, Terrence Terrence Taylor is on commentary this week. They tried to he tried to get over that um, Rip Rogers is like the same size as Jushin Lager, which is not true, but he tried at least tried to get it over. And like uh, Pillman definitely like changed his uh, game up and, and did a lot more uh, like cruiserweight spots. He did a much better job of, you know, getting over that he's a cruiserweight. He did multiple dives to the floor, springboards. Um, so I think this, this squash match did a lot better job at uh, kind of setting up that Pillman's going for the cruiserweight title at Super Brawl. It makes you wonder too, like how many guys can really do that style that he's gonna do with 
Liger. Yeah. Yeah, like, really no one, but yeah. It's yeah, just, it's not like the roster's loaded with him back then. Yeah, Rip was just kind of there to to catch him for a bunch of stuff, which is more than I can say for the guy last week. Yeah. Pillman hit that crossbody from the apron, and then he Rip gets back in the ring, and then Pillman hits the crossbody from the top and uh, wins by pin. Uh, from there, we go to uh, another top ten. Uh, I purposely did not watch this because I wanted to see how the postal codes and state letters and all that would be, even though Mikey and DFW on Twitter provided some clarification. He said some of them are postal codes and some of them are actual Abbre- you know, state abbreviations, which were yeah, you might here, be surprised so. this week. Wow, they okay. So we finally just figured out. Wait, all the states there are right. C A N M P A in Texas. Zabisco is spelled right. Is consequences Holy spelled right? Consequences is spelled right. I don't need a spell checker uh, for that one. Unlike Harper, I do. Sound it out. <laughs> Sound it out. Wow. So. What do you Eric. think they did here, Crockett? Because they they got them all right. Yeah, I don't know. They, they got a new intern. Looks like. Um, yeah. The uh, I mean, they they ditched the weights, which is probably was the only thing that really wasn't an issue. Uh, but they did see. They look like they got everything right. Even Robbinsdale has the two Bs, which they didn't have last week. Um, so yeah, and the, like you said, the the two letter postal abbreviations are all uh, all correct. So I think they've uh, made some progress here. So it's obvious they threw it into Google and um, figured it out this well, week in 1992. In, I guess. Yeah, 1992. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Good stuff, man. I'm shocked. And stay tuned for the new tag champs. More on that in a second. Dusty Rhodes, uh, when we go to commercial, he's going to cut a promo. Um, this is reminiscent of, I think, one we've already seen. He kind of just says doing his best to talk the fans into the building at Super Brawl 2 and ordering a pay-per-view. I really didn't have much from it. Did you, Crockett? It's kind of No, not really. I mean, it's, it's basically what you said last week is is the truth, which this would work better if he was there in the building, which I mean, I guess I'm sure he was there. But, yeah, it, it just in this canned backstage, it didn't really do anything for anybody. No. All right, so... Now I'm going to provide some clarification on what we saw last week. Because Crockett, if you remember, two weeks ago, Smothers and maybe it was three weeks ago. I'm trying to remember. But Smothers and Armstrong were the U.S. tag champs. But on last week's episode, they didn't come out with the belts. This week, and they lost their match, even though they didn't come out with the belts. But technically, they were still the U.S. tag champions. Smother the the young pistols were. This week, Big Josh and Ron Simmons come out with the U.S. tag belts, oh, and no. it leads to a lot of confusion. So here's what happened: If you remember, this episode was taped on February the twelfth. Well, the U.S. tag belts, from a TV perspective, on last Sunday, were won by Simmons and Big Josh. But they beat the pistols for those belts. But the but this they actually won the belts. The taping happened on January 14th. So when you saw last week's taping, which took place again on February the 12th, they had already had the belts for almost a month. Simmons, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Simmons and 
and uh and Josh. And now we're seeing it here. It aired on the 16th on the main event, but they won it on January 14th. God. Wow. So the continuity was all messed up. You said it last week, and I think I said something like, yeah. Uh, and it's because I knew this was coming where it's all messed up and out of whack. So if you couldn't follow that, don't worry. Nobody could in 1992. We were just as confused. Uh, but at this present time of this airing, the champs are Ron Simmons and Big Josh. And I guarantee you most w- hardcore, even WCW viewers probably don't remember Ron Simmons and Big Josh being the U.S. tag team champions. No, I, I certainly didn't. No, no I didn't. <laughs> if, you, if you'd have told me, hey, you know, Ron Simmons was a U.S. tag champ before he held that world title, I'd have been like, huh? So, Patrice, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking the U.S. No, they were world. Right, right. I'm just saying, like, if you were to hear that, you said, oh, they must have won yeah, the U.S. Yeah. too. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, so, anyway. Um, and Doc just sent me a message. Tell Crockett not to ruin our show. That's nice. He's trying to be funny. <laughs> I, he's trying to be really funny. Um, so, yeah. Uh, thoughts on this match? Big Josh and Ron Simmons are taking on Fred Avery and John Peterson. Any thoughts on this one, Crockett? Well, at one point, Big Josh does basically a slightly modified Rude Awakening. And you got to think, like, what happens backstage when he gets back there? I mean, Rick Rude is the U.S. champion. He's having a big match at the pay-per-view in a week. Like, and you know Rude is like a, a known tough guy. Bourne is like a known crazy guy. What do you think happens backstage after uh, he does basically a Rude Awakening in this match? So, when does uh, Matt Bourne leave? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't remember the exact date. No, I'm being funny. I'm I'm not, I'm not saying he chased him out of there, but I feel like Matt Bourne's a little off. Rick Rude doesn't take shit from anyone. Here it comes here. Yeah, he, he kind of like he kind of like does this, and it's kind of what is he doing? He's just kind of like cranking on it. Oh yeah, yeah, he, oh. it's modified. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I guess if Rick Rude's watching the monitor, he's like, you son of a... You asshole. Yeah. I know that's what Harper would do. If somebody ethered somebody at Wildcat... Oh, yeah. He'd <laughs> run up to him after. I made that up. <laughs> <laughs> Just spraying that right, ga- right guard into a cloth. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it smells like musk. <laughs> it smells like sports set. <laughs> That stuff wouldn't be as effective as ether, but if you did soak that into a cloth and put it on somebody's nose, they'd start coughing and throwing up maybe, man. Is it strong? I mean, if you soak the rag with right guard and then you put it on somebody's like nose and mouth, they'd be like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, oh, I do man. have a, a um, timestamp of 1710. You might have the same one as me. Hold on. All right, we're seventeen oh five here. Uh, what are we looking for, Crockett? Uh, Josh goes for the pin, and he call, looks over to Fred Avery to come in, oh, and yeah. the, you know he's a little bit of a bigger guy. Kind of takes forever, and the ref has, basically <laughs> has to stop his counts. <laughs> he's also on the other side of the ring. <laughs> yes, they were on the complete other side when uh, Fred Avery's trying to run in there. 
Yeah, Big Josh like gave him the Iggy, like, hey, come on, come in here and break up the pin, but he just took too long to get over there, and the ref just basically had to stop his count. Yeah. This match uh, went on too long. It, it does last Probably a while. Uh, but it ends right there. We get a spine buster on Peterson, and then Big Josh hits the bombs away off the top rope for a win, or as what will become to be known as the whoopee cushion. And he, yeah, and, there's uh, one more thing, too, uh, Mike. During the match, that? Jim Ross says that, you know, Greg Valentine's here now, and maybe if they want to become a tag team, you know, him and the Taylor Made Man, who's on commentary, they'd have a good shot. And the, by the end of this match, I think we find out that the Taylor Made Man thinks this is a good idea. Uh, yeah, we're about to find out right here at the 1820 mark. I'm going to go to it now. Here it is. United States, you guys. Great victory. It was a great, great victory. You're a great championship team. And I see you guys. You've got the championship belts, and I just want to say one thing. You're the champions that these people say you are and you say you are. Greg Valentine and I are issuing a challenge right now. I want to wrestle you, and Greg Valentine wants to wrestle you next week right here on television. Think it over. Let us know what you think. right now. Let's go. Come on, Big Mouth. I don't care if it's on Valentine's Day. You can bring whoever you want and your whole family, and let's have a picnic. Because after the picnic is over, believe me, the only person that will still be eating will be Big Josh and Ron Simmons. Any day. You guys been having some big problems with Benny Vegas and... Of course, Mr. Hughes, Ron. The problem is this. Those guys don't know when it is that they're running through a brick wall. That's just like running into this wall right now. If I take out, who's going to win? The wall. Benny Vegas, Mr. Hughes, bring it on. Terry Taylor, Greg Valentine, the line is short, and it's going to get even shorter when you step in that ring with Big Josh and Ron Simmons. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back in just a moment. Thank you, Josh. But it, this tag team is short-lived. That's all I want to say. I don't think they're going to be around for long, but we'll see. Uh, so, yeah, I wonder who's going to win that tag match. Any thoughts, Crockett? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right, from there we go to the WCW Magazine segment with Eric Bischoff. They throw to a replay of the main event from last week's episode. Then we see a clip from WCW Pro with the Steiners versus Arn and Bobby. Uh, but Austin and Larry Zabisco do a run-in and stop the Steiners from winning. And then we get a quick promo from the Steiners, meat and potatoes, talking about they're going to get the world tag belts uh, from Arn and Bobby. Uh, I don't really have much else from this. This is one of the quicker ones since it's only an hour episode. Any thoughts on this segment, Crockett? No, yeah, it's, they're just basically hyping up Super Brawl 2 coming up. Yep. Um, Super Brawl. So then from there, uh, we go, we see a series of replays of Sting. It's it's old stuff, and I get it. It's because we got to sell how big of a star Sting is and how big of a star Luger is. We see a series of replays of Sting versus Flair from Bash, uh, Great American Bash 1990. Uh, and then we see Lex Luger versus Barry Windham from great american bash 91 and basically they're just showing kind of when both of these guys won their world titles so i guess it's kind of looking forward to okay you know he does these are two of the last couple champions let's sell on you want to see who the real champion is i don't know that's kind of how i took it what about you crockett 
Yeah, basically. And getting a little dig at Flair in by showing him taking a pinfall loss on their TV as he's over in the other company. So That's a good point. I didn't even oh, think about yeah, that. that's true, huh? Yeah. They would they would become known for that where they'd start just start randomly showing people uh that are moved on to WWF taking uh pinfalls. You know what always got me about that? I'm glad you brought that up. I, and I know the answer, but I'm gonna ask. Hopper, did that even matter to you when you saw that as a kid? No. Exactly. What about you, Crockett? Did it even matter? He's like, oh look, Flair took a pinfall. But but no. as a kid, I knew why they were showing it, because he was on the other channel. He was playing for the other team now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Makes sense. All right. Well, we'll keep going. Abdullah the Butcher is about to fucking just murder this Carl Robertson, dude. I mean, he comes in and recklessly just hits him in the head with whatever that thing is stick he had. Then he tosses him outside the ring. Then he just charges him for a shoot, and no. the guy flies into the barricade. Poor guy. He uh, can't read. <laughs> okay. You can't read. I got stared those papers and, and I didn't know what the, I thought it was a newspaper. Good read. <laughs> he killed me in that dark side when he goes, I would have stayed in school. All I studied was money. Come Jesus on, Jesus Christ. Yeah, bro. Who the fuck? Come on, bro. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, huh? At the end of the day, carnies are going to carny Hopper. If I got legal papers that were in Mandarin, I would still know their legal papers just by the way they look. I know it's not a fucking uh, uh, menu to the Chinese restaurant. (laughs) Jesus Christ. It's like I would know maybe I should pay attention to this. This might be important. Yeah. Makes yeah, sense. fuck that guy anyway, because he didn't get get his money out of him anyway. So fuck him. Well, yeah, that's the other part of it. The, we talked about this when I did the Dark Side of the Ring with Sean Sparks on on this episode. Uh, that guy's got credibility issues. And that's all I want to say on this. Yeah, yeah. The, well, that guy's a fucking I shithead. I don't want to get any legal trouble, but I don't. Fuck uh, yeah, bro. <laughs> all right. The views of Harper are Harper's alone. And nah, it, you know, he's he's not making any claims. He's just saying, screw that guy. Yeah, for real, um, bro. He's got Give credibility issues, man. Credibility issues. Yeah, he does. He's got a little got bit more than that, bro. You think? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> boy. I couldn't see him through the mask. So, was, <laughs> so why'd you try to stab him anyway, then? You know? 16 to- or however many times. Yeah, yeah, if you didn't see where you were stabbed, why the fuck did you, you say, fuck it, bro, live the dream. He just st- st- stabbed anyway. <laughs> so what the yeah, fuck? You ain't going to hear no argument from me. That, you, <laughs> um, I'm thinking, if that would have been in fucking Louisiana, that guy would have been fucking banned for life. Oh, my God. For that guy, the, the fucking wrestling promotion, uh, the promoter would have lost his license. The Hannibal guy would have been would have been banned for the state when it comes yeah, to wrestling. They'd arrested him. Oh yeah, bro. You got arrested. Louisiana's commission don't play, man. Yeah, they don't play, dude. It wasn't always like that, Hopper. I like I don't think you realize that. But it, in the nineties, yeah, in the nineties, they 
bruh, it was a different. It was <laughs> they would show up, but yeah. I mean, they came, they collected their money, and they left. I mean, yeah. they stay around. That's most commissions. There's one in New Hampshire and, up here, and yeah, that's yeah, yeah, Maine as well. Just yeah, they, they come, take their portion of the gate, and take off. Nah, nah, nah. I will say that, man, and it's actually probably for the better. Um, I didn't like it when they first started doing it in like the late nineties, early two thousands. I was like, man, these dudes are ridiculous, bro. The way they come in here and just ruin shows. But I mean, I'm all, I'm, I'm kind of for them enforcing their stuff. I still think they rob promoters, but well, yeah, see, I like it because the good thing about it is it, it weeds out people like that. Yeah, it does. It weeds out the bull, the, the, the yeah. idiots. Right. Good. The fly by night promotions. Yeah, Exactly. But 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 the thing is, that motherfucker drove from the country of Canada to Texas in the fucking RV. That tells right there they got something ain't right with them, bro. <laughs> Who the fuck would do that? But uh, just think it about it. With the letter, I believe it starts with the letter M, Hopper. Canada. No, <laughs> who would do that? I believe I believe they call those people a certain word. Morons. And I don't even like using that word. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You see, uh, you're driving across the literally the United States, bro. And a fucking Winnebago. How much did you spend on fucking gas? Gas enough that fucking Winnebago because it's not a Honda fucking Civic. Imagine how much you spent on gas, bro. Do you know that for a fact? That's what he drove. Yeah. Okay. He drove a fucking a, a, a fucking camper or, or or some shit. <laughs> Probably because he didn't want to pay for a fucking hotel room. Because you just pull up to the campground, you pay whatever, you just you know. But 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 to work a goddamn wrestling show at some <laughs> bullshit fucking indie promotion in front of you know a hundred or so fucking people. You are a fucking crazy person just to want to do that before the fucking spike. I know that promoter. Oh, really? I've worked for him. In Texas? Um, in Oklahoma. Oh. He's, he's not a bad dude. Like, I don't... Well, yeah. Yeah, because he talked, probably, talked about he, it. he didn't know that, that shit was going to go down. Yeah, I talked about it on the Patreon episode. I can tell you off air, but um, yeah, I know the guy. Like, I, I don't, I don't put it on a promoter at all. No, um, no, to be no, honest no. With you. And I feel bad for that. That fucking ref was just some fucking dude, bro. But mm-hmm. you know how it is. Some fucking ref working the indie show because he wants to, you know, he wants to get involved in wrestling and and be a referee and take that fucking promo picture holding the three goddamn fingers up, which he <laughs> does. Yeah. It, so yeah, then the guy has work in the fucking morning, bro. Yeah, he's got a shoe job to go to. The guy's got a wife and fucking kids. The guy's got a fucking light bill to pay, and that motherfucker's gonna do shit like that. I just got pissed. Just you see, I fucked yeah. up on my fucking YouTube. It just the fucking cornet episode that popped up yesterday, just out the blue, and it, and I listened to it again. I'm thinking and it. It just got me more pissed off at him. 
Yeah. And this is all uh, in the Abdul the Butcher episode of <laughs> Dark Side. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is. I can't add anything. You just got hot love. I'm glad he got goddamn hepatitis C. <laughs> well, he's cured now. He got How an experimental fuck is he cocktail. Taking some mystery, some fucking Morgus fucking pill, bruh. Well, actually, <laughs> Doctor Blassie explained it to me yesterday. He, he just he drank is... a can of new Coke and yeah, 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 that's what he did. <laughs> <laughs> he put some tussin on it. <laughs> uh, he put some mercuricomb on it, right? <laughs> All right, uh, back to the wrestling. You just got Harper's take on that dark side of the ring episode without, without even listening on Patreon. So. Uh, if you appreciate that, listen to the full version, which Harper was not on, at tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Get access to that and 300-plus other Patreon shows. Now, while Harper was on his rant about uh, Hannibal, uh, Abdullah the Butcher destroyed Carl Robertson and beat the living hell out of him. Um, boy, he I mean, he just destroyed him. I actually think he got DQ'd, but... Yeah, I got a uh, question about that, though. They, at one point, he uses a crutch... That was like right. under the barricade. Do you think that was a gimmick or do you think that was really someone's crutch? Here, right, um, like I that. actually, there's two of them. So I was led yeah. to believe that was a shoot crutch. I mean, like he some woman broke some kind of happily yeah. shows off that it's, that it's all busted up in a couple seconds here. But yeah, yeah. I think that's yeah. how, yeah, Abdullah got DQ'd in the match. Yeah. Nick Patrick calls for the bell due to the foreign object. And Jim Ross said, what's the decision? And Taylor says, obviously a DQ. Murder one. I mean, he did. He beat the piss out of this poor dude. He just pummeled him. Um, oh, yeah, yeah I, I actually. Yeah, I think that was her crutch because it was two. It was a pair. It wasn't just one random yeah. one. How's she getting the what? fuck out of there now? Yeah, uh, say, what, what happens with that? Did they <laughs> did they settle up with her? How does that work? You think? Well, she's got one. Maybe she's just gonna hop out of there with one and get somebody to help her walk out. I don't know. Samantha, I'm just gonna lean on you while I limp out the building. <laughs> Let's wait until the crowd clears out first. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a Samantha, yeah. That's exactly what happened. Oh, <laughs> right, Samantha, I need your help, Samantha. Can you help me? Just wait till the crowd. Let's let the crowd dissipate a little bit. Wait, is that just the demon? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, Hopper. She's like, yeah, I went to the wrestling show last night and Abdullah used my damn crutch. What? Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be on TV. Watch. <laughs> I love it. Hopper used this as the Gomer Powell voice for everything. <laughs> Next, we go to Greg Valentine versus Russell Vaughn. Uh, Valentine beats the piss out of this guy, too. Any thoughts? The, the, I think the greatest thing about this is that they go out of their way to not call him the hammer. He's just mm -hmm. Greg Valentine, just Greg Valentine. And the guy comes out, and he's wearing a robe that says the hammer on the back, and his trunks oh, blazoned across his ass, the hammer. But apparently they can't call him the hammer, so they just call him Greg Valentine. Yeah, and with his tights, it's clear as day because it's yeah. got the <laughs> like neon hammer. Yellow. <laughs> neon yellow with, like, dark red lettering, it looks like. The hammer written it, across the It's like back. Hogan tights almost. It is. Well, yeah. Did he tag with Hogan towards that end? No, huh? I can't remember. I Did Valentine? I think he turned face like right before he left. Yeah, I don't think he ever tagged with Hogan. Oh, did he? 
I don't, I I, I, I'm I not saying like that. permanently, but like a few times. Right. I don't think they were All right. uh, near no. the same position. One of the WWF um, experts out there. I like Send that the guy DM. that's like the fucking uh, the, uh, the, uh, book of the territory, but just a little bit more classy, he could tell you. <laughs> Actually, Joe Murata could tell yeah. you that. Joe could tell you, but don't DM him that. DM Hopper with the answer. If Valentine turned vague, dude, Joe and Quinn could answer that in like two seconds. Crockett. Like, oh, was, yeah. He was uh, rhythm and blues when he dyed his hair black. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think he turned face and then he was out. Yeah. It was, it was brief, I think. And yeah, then he was gone. How do you remember that? Yeah. He was. I don't remember that at all. He wrote up. No. He. Him and a honky tonk man rode out. I think it was for Mania in the in the old convertible Cadillac. And fucking DDP was the guy driving a fucking Cadillac. Yeah. I, I know that story from DDP. Yeah, yeah. Mania Six or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and he died in 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 uh he he, uh, Greg Valentine dyed his hair black and he wore like the black leather like he's a you know a rockabilly type of guy. Box car, yeah. Yeah, right, this right. Dude will forever look like Throw Mama from the Train. For, for, for <laughs> <me>. <laughs> All right, well. Oh, I got a question, too, Mike. Uh, he did the figure four for the win. So what's Mike Graham going to do for his finish now? Oh, no. Stole Mike Graham's finish. I don't know. I don't know. Mike, Mike Graham going to make his opponent fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Sleeper he then? Wins. Yeah. This, <laughs> he just hypnotizes him with his boredom in the ring. <laughs> It's messed up, man. Come on, man. Why are we talking about this man like that? He's dead. Uh, hey, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat has a message for all you kids out there. Here Don't it is. Do drugs. I'm Ricky Steamboat, known as the Dragon. I represent World Championship Wrestling. I'm here to deliver a quick message, and that is to everyone out there that are taking steroids to either stop right now, and for everybody that's thinking about it, please say no. Fuck, I, I mean, was guys- just joking. It was the anti drug shit. It sure was. How many guys in that locker room are on steroids right now? Uh, Stang, Luger, Rude. Rude. The Steiners are still there. Yep. I I mean, probably Bagwell, probably Ron Simmons, uh, PM News. (laughs) Oh, my God. Van Hammer, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Van. Van Hammer. Oh God. Oh, yeah, where Van the fuck's Hammer. he been? Oh, he's. Get you know, guys. <laughs> I tell you what. Where's he been? I'm gonna answer that in 30 seconds. Jim Ross throws to a series of replays of Marcus Bagwell and Terry Taylor feuding. He also shows last week when Valentine jumped Bagwell. Um, they're gonna wrestle each other at Super Brawl two, and then you asked, "Where's Van Hammer?" Let me uh, hit the little fast forward on this because Van Hammer is going to be taking on Greg Sawyer. So there you go. Here he is, Hopper. You you asked for him. There he is, and I wish you wouldn't have. Um, I have a time stamp, but I want to ask Crockett, do you have anything from this match? There's something Terry Taylor says on commentary that I want to play, though. I think I know where you're going to, but yeah. Um, okay. The, the only thing uh, really is that Ross confirms that the U.S. tag team title match is going to happen next week with um, Valentine and Taylor and Big Josh and Ron Simmons. Simmons. 
So we're now in the middle of Van Hammer and Greg Sawyer. And I want to listen to the commentary for about a minute or so. Here it is. Uh, actually, let me go a, bit, a little bit more. Here it is. But I was way before my time, right about the middle prime of your life. Hammer rocks. Listen to the people getting with this dork. Why, why would you call a guy a dork? Look at him. His hair is all matted up. That's not tailor-made. That outfit's not tailor-made. Oh, yeah, I see outfits like that all the time in stores. You're not going to the right places. Mine are all made by my personal tailor that lives in my house now, so I can have the finest clothes every day of the week. Nothing like this, though. Is your tailor named, is this, is this name Bruce or Mr. Bruce, or what do you call him? <laughs> Ross, you can't come over and get anything made. Don't be trying to make any smarter than Wow. Good power slam there. Johnny, if you must know. Was that a Bruce Pierchard joke, Hopper? I mean, What's a that? Crockett? I, I don't know. I mean, I think. I think uh, generally the name Bruce has a certain connotation. I I I kind of went in that direction where I just thought that it, he just wanted to use the name Bruce, but maybe there's a reason that maybe there's a connection there. Okay, so the background is if you ever hear Bruce Pritchard talk about uh, Red Rooster, you know it was all Terry Taylor's fault that it didn't succeed. Yeah. So I thought Jim Ross there when you know first Taylor's like listen to the people getting with this dork and then they start talking about the attire he's got on and then jr's like you know uh well you know what about your attire he's like i get it all tailor-made and it was like he says is your is your suit guy named bruce so i thought jr was poking fun at terry taylor at you know him having to deal with bruce pritchard when he was in wwf yeah, that definitely that definitely could be as well. That's another. Yeah, that, yeah. That I mean, why would he be. use that? Yeah, why would he say Bruce? So, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Um, Hammer wins. Any other thoughts on this one, Crockett? Just uh, for a guy that looks like that, the slingshot suplex is just such an, such an unimpressive finish. Yeah, yeah, for real. It's an outdated move uh, by this point. Definitely, and just a guy that size, you think you'd want to see something with some power or something like that. And he just does. He like barely gets him up onto the rope for those slingshots, so it's just doesn't work for him. I mean, Tully Blanchard did it so much better, and right. he didn't have half the body that Van Hammer has. What does Jesse Ventura look like here, Hopper? I'm trying to find the words. Likes like a sleaze ball. <laughs> Look at how he looks. He looks like some uh, guy just gonna sell you a fucking eight ball at some <laughs> at the fucking pool hall. Hey, you looking? <laughs> hey, it's fucking league night. It's 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 fucking league play tonight. You need an eight ball. <laughs> I was gonna say uh, like Steven Seagal before the hair transplant, but yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> Well, Jesse tells us to make sure we join the show next week or watch next week because Jesse will be with Jim Ross next Saturday on commentary, which, again, is basically just a lead into the pay-per-view that is on the same night. Um, all right. We continue, and it is main event time on the show. They start this with about 18 minutes left to go. Larry Zbysko, Rick Rude, Bobby Eaton, Arn Anderson, Again, eight-man tag action versus Sting, Dustin Rhodes, Barry Windham, and Ricky Steamboat. This match is actually not from center stage. I don't know where they're at. 
Um, you know me. I always complain about this, Hopper. I hate these multi-man thing that they just throw together because yeah, they got to get real. something on the card. I mean, I get it. You know, these guys At are all At least they're feuding. from the same faction. That's true. And, and it is things, you know, I guess faction, so to say, that they're battling. I just... <sighs> then again, we're going to get a great war games out of this eventually. Um, but still, I, I'm just like, okay, well, let's just have an eight-man tag for the sake of having it. I get it. It is what it is. Uh, I, I didn't have any, like, specific notes other than the finish, but I'll go to you, Crockett, if you got something. I do like they just, like, magically whisked us away to a different arena and don't acknowledge it at all. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, Jim Ross and... and- uh, Terry Taylor are still there calling it act, just acting like they're in the same place and they're in a completely different building yeah you know what they're preparing us for right What's that? so an early May of this year is when Saturday night turns into literally like it's not a talk show but like a talk show format so Jim Ross will be hosting from center stage and he'll start having like these guest commentators and they'll have like one match a week, which is two out of three falls, which is the main event on Saturday night. But all the other matches, they'll throw to the various arenas that they're, mm-hmm. I guess, going in. So it's almost like they prepare. <laughs> this is kind of like what they do in a few in a couple of months. This is what Saturday night's going to become. It's like, all right, well, we're here and we're sitting in the ring and we're having a discussion. We're going to interview Arn Anderson this week and four minute five minute interview and all right everybody we got that out the way uh we're gonna go now to some action from you know such and such and here it is and they never say this took place on this date in this arena it's just oh we'll go to some action here and that's what they do so it's kind of like primetime wrestling back in the 80s right right. that's what it sounds like almost it's almost like that but it's not as it's not as much like that because with primetime primetime didn't have like a live quote-unquote studio audience so with these, Jim Ross is in center stage hosting and there's an audience there watching as he's interviewing various people and having a conversation with the guest host. But they throw to matches wherever they're at. There's so, no matches in that building and they got the, the the people there? There is matches in the building. It's the the only thing, I don't say the only thing, most weeks, oh, the only thing in that building is the main event, which is two out of three falls. Gotcha. Um. And I, I think it starts early May. So it's really not that far off at this point. Um, so, yeah, I, I, this is what this felt like to me. On that note, any other thoughts on this match, Crockett, before I tell everybody how it ends? Because they do go a little while. Yeah, they go for a little while. And it's kind of like similar to last week. I think it was the main event where it was like kind of a long baby face shine. And like the only the last few minutes, the, the heels take over. There's a cutoff and the heels take over. But um yeah, it's pretty good. I, I I wanted to call out, of course, uh, at fifty four forty, the uh, Rick Rude Atomic Drop Cell, which is always yeah. crowd pleaser. <laughs> Here it comes. You know, there's a, a Twitter account where I forget what it's called exactly, but Rick Rude sells an atomic drop. <laughs> it's just different okay. clips of him. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it before. <laughs> It's so great. Look at him, man. Dude, <laughs> nobody sells it like him. I Every time I see it, I'm just like, this guy's great. Phenomenal. <laughs> nobody does that like him. God, that's so good. You know what's crazy? 
Arn and Zavisco are the only two still living from that team. Yeah, how old? On there? How old is Larry Zabisco? Right now or back then? Like, like now he's got to be really old. Yeah, we looked it up a couple months ago. I, mean, I think he, Doc had looked it up. I mean, he took on Bruno. He's not. Yeah, he's not a spring chicken. No. Whoa, Hop is about time to talk about. He's seventy-one. Hey, yeah. see, bro, you finally talk about Bruno, Hopper. I mean, come on. That's what, that's what I'm talking about, man. Talk about Bruno. But you should talk about Bruno, what he did in 1972. That's what I'm talking You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about, Mike? No, nah, I don't know what you're talking about, D-Man. There's the ninja. The ninja's just standing there, the executioner. Boy, oh, boy. Unreal. presence at ringside. Yeah. The ninja and Paul Lee are in the same place at the same time, too. Just... Want to point that out? Oh, that's hey, brother. <laughs> Don't expose the business. I used All to right. always wonder why they never realized, like in the He-Man cartoons, that you never saw Prince <laughs> Adam and fucking He-Man <laughs> fucking together, and like no one ever thought, "Hey, wait a minute, we just ate it up." Yeah. <laughs> Question nothing. <laughs> We've had this talk a million times. We don't question anything. It's like whatever's put in front of us, that's what it is. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, let me go towards the finish of this thing. So uh, Dustin Rhodes is battling Larry Zabisco. Dustin eventually is going to make the hot tag. Steamboat comes in and is taking out everyone. Then we get... Uh, eight guys all going at it. They're just brawling. Dustin is in the ring. Steamboat crawls to the top rope and hits Larry Zabisco with a crossbody. And the faces win. But uh, Rude is going to come in to the ring and catch Steamboat with a Rude Awakening. And JR says, we're out of time as Steamboat lays in the ring after the Rude Awakening. I will say the crowd was going nuts during the match and in the finish. Like, they're really into this. So, uh, you know, I complain about the multi-man thing, and I think it's just because I'm like, okay, let's just get to the pay-per-view when it matters. But give it credit. They had the crowd, and even though it just seems like a nothing-happening multi-man match, the crowd is into it. So there that was my thoughts. It's break it down. We'll see you yeah. next week. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, that's yeah. what you get, which, again, that's not a bad thing. Uh, any other thoughts, Crockett? No, I think that's just about it. Um, yeah, here's the finish crossbody, and you see the crowd. Look they're the crowd. really behind they're Sting too. They're oh. chanting, "We want Sting" the whole time. Yeah, yeah. There's the rude awakening. Sting I do that. The hell at, 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 at a wildcat when I'm doing their practice mm-hmm. matches, and the guy's you selling. What? Oh, mm-hmm. We want Sting. We <laughs> want Sting. We want Sting. <laughs> Uh, that's nice, Hopper. Watch Steamboat sell a Rude Awakening. The way he stiffens up like he's really hurt. It's pretty good. Good shit, pal. Goddamn, pal. All right, so you know the drill. We got to rate it and hand out some Rolexes before we get out of here. I'm sorry, Toot, toot Awards. Uh, before we do so, want to remind you, consider becoming a patron. Tinyurl.com slash BTT. Get access to all the Patreon gold that's out on the Patreon feed. Again, it's tinyurl.com slash BTT. You get the video versions. You get uh, the Clash of the Champions. we got a pay-per-view coming up in about a week and a couple of days. 
That'll be available all on Patreon, plus all the Dark Side of the Ring reviews that we've been doing. And, um, hey, Crockett and I did the Heroes of Wrestling pay-per-view about a month or two ago at this point. That's also on Patreon. 300-plus, probably 400-plus now, exclusive Patreon episodes. Tinyurl.com slash PatreonBTT. Uh, Crockett, what are you going to rate this one? Uh, I I think I like the uh, what they accomplished in the the match at the end. It was pretty good. The crowd, like you said, crowd was hot. It was all over it. Um, I mean, it's shorter show, which is always uh, you know, you always bump it up a little bit for that. Uh, I'll say uh, solid B. Well, you really are uh, getting like us. Short show <laughs> gets the rating <laughs> a little higher. I hear that. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to agree with you. I'll give it a solid B. Harper, what about you? I'll give it a B. So then the next question is, who gets the toot toot award, Crockett? Who you want to give that one to? Samantha. Oh, oh wait, is it? it's Samantha's the friend, right? Who's who's right. the woman who, with the with the broken leg there? Uh, Brenda. I thought he said Bond. Okay, Brenda gets it for losing her crutch and still Are making it to work the next day. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, I don't really know who to give it to, to be. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, there was no sh- great promos. Yeah, really. I mean, this this episode was very much promo lacking. Um. Maybe I should give it to Terry Taylor. Listen to these people getting with this dork. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to give it to Terry Taylor. That yeah. Was a, that was a fun line. Yeah, so he gets it. And um, that's how this one goes off air. So, boy, I don't want to shut this show down because it seems like we're short this week. But uh, fun little episode. Got it out the way. We got one more. We need to decide this. I don't know if we need to do this now or later, but we need to decide this. <laughs> Are we going to do the pay-per-view with the episode next Tuesday? Oh, boy. Or, or what are you thinking, Crockett? <laughs> Let's just I'm kill the throw... whole goddamn thing. Just kill the whole thing? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, if, does that mean if do it or not? Only like, uh, if it's mostly recaps like you say, then, yeah, I guess you might as well just double shot it. Yeah, and, you know, you'll see it when you're kind of scanning through it, the next weekly episode on Saturday night. But then keep in mind that pay-per-view is two hours and 45 minutes, too. So Jesus! Well, it's a pay-per-view, Harper. I mean, what do you expect? God. Yeah, it happens, you know. And is Harper required to actually watch those? No. He usually, no, he, he usually will watch the the good stuff during the pay-per-views. Mm. Fucking fuck. Crockett <laughs> has to work in the morning. Well, in a different time zone. That's true. <laughs> yeah. He's got Boston time. What does that have to do with anything? Because he's got five, he's got finest car keys. <laughs> All right. Well, let me tell you. So the match is on the pay-per-view. It's not, it's, it's pretty good. Cause you got Pillman versus Liger. That's a good match. You got Bagwell versus Taylor. It ends up being a good one. Simmons and Cactus Jack is good. I could tell you what's a doozy. Van Hammer, Z-Man versus Richard Morton and Vinny Vegas. Jesus Christ. That sounds like fucking Fear Factor. (laughs) Barry Windham and Dustin Rhodes versus Steve Austin and Larry Zabisco. It's pretty good. 
Arn and Bobby. So Arn Anderson and Bobby Eaton versus the Steiners. You know that's going to be good. You got Rude and Steamboat, and you got Sting and Luger. So it's like it's a it's a it's, to be. I really think it's a good pay per view for WCW. We've seen somewhere it's like eh, but there's there's some legit like just Pillman and Liger and the Steiners, Arn Anderson and Eaton and Rude and Steamboat. Like just those three, you're like yeah, this is good stuff. So. No one's picking names out of a hat in this one, so that's a step up. Boy, you ain't lying. <laughs> oh, God. I, it kills me when I have people defend Starcade. Fuck Battle <clears throat> Boy. Yeah. Well, you stop. You can't do that because Chris Zoncha loves Battle Bowl. That's his problem. <laughs> well, but he's our friend, so we need to be really careful. We don't want to oh, hurt his oh, feelings. Excuse me. Yeah, that's all I'm, I'm sorry, saying. Christopher. Yeah, exactly. He should apologize because he's a good kid. Yeah. So <laughs> the Battle Bowl winner, did they get a ring? No. One of them later. Yeah. Well, well, not this one. No. This one, they were promised a shot at the world title. But then they kind of flip-flopped on it, too. But he is going to end up getting a shot at the world title because it was Sting and Luger's the champion. Yeah, so there's that. Um, all right, Crockett. Anything else before we uh, get out of here and I get Hopper to hit that tagline for us? No, WPAN I mean, um, news. Anything? <laughs> Enough of the. No, you got to no, be working no. too hard to uh, no do WPAN WPA episodes. Gotcha, gotcha. Working too hard, right? Um, sure thing. Yeah, I am doing these videos. If you follow me on the uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, even I'm on the TikTok. At the WPAN, I'm doing uh, videos five days a week about New England pro wrestling, if you want to check that out. Yeah, check it out. He puts a lot of time and energy into it. It's good shit, pal. Yeah, I, I checked with you a couple weeks back when I, I was doing one about uh, WCW or the NWA. with the, What was that about? about uh, Flair? Was, I don't even remember what it was at this point. Yeah, it was when Flair was selling the injury. Um, oh, with Terry Funk, yeah. Uh, from Terry Funk, and you were like, "Why? What's the deal? He's not on these cards." And I was like, "No, no, no. He was he was selling the injury for a while, and I forget if it was sixty days. It was a while that you know you never got to see Flair, and then he finally, I don't want to say broke the silence, but he did a promo. So that that's what it was because you were looking at the results and was like, "Why is he not there?" I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> Here's what was going on. So yeah. yeah. I like I like when you do the NWA ones and WCW ones, uh, you know. But I'm partial to that stuff, so there's that. Yeah, well, like when they get it, when they whenever they get up here and the, you know, they ran the garden a couple times. You know, I I check t- take a look at the day and then figure out, you know, what happened that day in history, basically. So, yeah, they they've been up here a couple times, and uh, this one I think they were in spring. They were there for a weekend in like '89, I think it was, and. Uh, yeah, so I I, ch- I check the uh, the history and uh, yeah, get work in some NWA, WCW, some WWF, and a lot of independent stuff. So if you're into that, check it out. One last question: Are y'all looking forward to this week's Dark Side of the Ring? The, uh, Bash at the Beach, two thousand. Uh, I just don't want to hear, bro, bro. <laughs> bro, bro. Yeah, I've heard I've heard the preview clips and it's it's very broy. Bro. 
Yeah, we you know we record these in advance, and that's airing tonight. And I'm just thinking to myself, oh my god, I got to review this one for Patreon with Sparks on Friday, which I love doing these with Sparks. Uh, he's sitting in for Doc, and um, it's probably the least. I'm trying to think, but it's one of the episodes this season. I'm just like, oh my lord, because you know Hopper said this months ago. He was like, this stuff's been talked about at nauseum. Yeah. It's like, what are they going to say that's new? Is this the last yeah. one? or How many are left? No. Marty Jannetty is after this next uh, week. Okay. That's yeah, they saved, it, huh? they saved the train wreck for last for next week. I mean, that has next to be week's, it, huh? Period, next right? week's the, yeah, Next week's the end of the season. Are you saying it for no more seasons? Right. Nah, they're going to keep going. But They'll they keep going. up a bankruptcy. That don't mean nothing. They're a business. Yeah. They're just reshuffling finances. <laughs> yeah. Figuring it all out. I mean, I can't see them just going away. I'm not an attorney, so don't listen to me, but <laughs> just say trying man, to find a way not to pay people. That's it, man. I would have signed a deal with them. You wish MLW would have signed a deal with who? With uh, Vice. Why you say that? Wasn't there? There was something oh. there, wasn't there? Yeah, they had right. a deal with somebody, didn't they? They did because remember they they showed one episode of of something, and then that's when they 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 claimed the uh, WWE shut them down. Told Vice oh. that uh, you know, if you deal with them, uh, we're not gonna uh, fuck with you anymore. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, and then MLW claims that they were gonna work out a deal with Tubi. And and Tubi is it's it's owned by Fox, and Fox shows SmackDown, so WWE mm. cock blocked them again, and that's what, I think that's what that lawsuit that's still pending is all about. Yeah, yeah. I haven't been following it, but yeah. I, that that sounds right. Because you break, you think like CW, which is like a young person's channel. Where they showed those like superhero moves, TV shows. Mm-hmm. You think they would grab onto Impact or MLW or someone to, you know, just to have wrestling on their channel? Yeah, I mean, Impact is basically. I mean, they bought their channel, so I don't think they have. Oh, a really? Need necessarily? Yeah. The what is it? Anthem. Access or whatever that that channel is. Yeah, the, well, the no. parent company bought it, so yeah, yeah. I would like yeah. to watch it because because uh, the girl Savannah Evans is on there, and I know her, and she's good. But yeah, there's a lot of good. I mean, Mike used to be all about Impact, but yeah, you, you don't have access now. I like the guy yeah. that wears. Uh, what's his name? The guy that wears the uh, the he's like a shoot wrestler that wears the headgear, like the Rick Steiner. Uh, headgear. Josh Alexander is that? His yeah, name? yeah. But yeah, we don't me, um, but, we don't have the station, Crockett. Right. Yeah. I mean, out of sight, fucking out of mind, bro. Yeah, they do have a lot of good talent there. Yeah, I, I know that. That's something I would love to see them pop up on like CW or maybe that that stupid what's that channel Pax or something. <laughs> yeah. That's... Right. Like just some somewhere to where I could see it. The thing about MLW, I haven't seen it in a long time. But, I mean, it looks just a little too, 
Like the, yeah. the buildings they run are just like way too tiny. I mean, they have a, a decent production from what I what I've seen, which, like I said, I haven't seen recently, but it still looks a little too like indie to to be on like a mainstream channel to me. That's true. Huh? Yeah, because I think they I think they still book it in like nightclubs or what have. Yeah, yeah. Because if you look I mean, at a background, you'll see like a Bud Light neon or a you know. <laughs> yeah. fucking, you know, a Miller Light neon. Yeah, it was be- better than a, like a basketball hoop, like it was back in the day in the fifties. But, um, but still, yeah, it just like the yeah, it's they got. I mean, they got the you know the the lights and the LEDs and all that stuff. But yeah, like just the the buildings they run are a little too little too small and cramped to really give off like a major league feel. I think Impact at least. I- I don't know if they still do. The last time I saw it, they had some deal with some local junior college. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. So like, it was at least in a building. You know. Yeah. That didn't look like a high school gym. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's still a junior college gym, but it's not. You know. Yeah, you can dress it up to look halfway decent. Right. They don't got banners up that says, you know, Washington High School. <laughs> You know, <laughs> girls softball championship banners up in the fucking background. Yeah. Doc and I were talking about just the overall presentation of wrestling, and that's that's the problem nowadays. Like WWE has set the precedent so big with how they present it, and it's just a big old spectacle, right? And you know, the whole I don't want to say Titan Tron, but the entrance and how yeah. But the right and big everything is you don't have to do that though just because they do it it doesn't mean you have to do it too because you say that because but... they can do that because they have the budget if you don't because when you try to look fancy it's like you you you're never gonna look fancier look, right it makes you look worse yeah it's like a homeless uh, crackhead woman putting on makeup and <laughs> And, and trying to look all pretty to go to the prom. It's like, let's just right. stop, dude. The problem is wrestling fans come to expect the big glitz and glamour. So it's like you can't put the genie back in the bottle. And if you don't even at least make some form of an attempt to look what look as big as, not as big, but to look big time, it just falls flat and is like, okay, this is just some indie outfit and it ain't worth the shit. That's the problem. That's, that's all I'm saying. Like if you don't at least make the attempt to somewhat look big time, it, man, people just now that it's just like, eh, okay, what is that stuff? Cause I mean, I just, I think that's what impact struggles from outside of, you know, how many people get their station. Like, I think that's part of their problem. It's just, it just doesn't look as big time. And I haven't seen impact in a while, but I think that's part of the struggle with all promotions. I mean, look, I'm I'm sure Tony Khan spends tons of money for his, yeah, you but know, the thing production is, how the much money is he making that he's putting out though? That's the question. Oh, I, it, I'm not going to say money doesn't matter to him, but he's right. spending a lot. Yeah. He's spending a lot. It's like he's yeah. spending dollars to make quarters. Yeah, yeah. Does Wildcat still have TV? No. No? 
YouTube. Yeah, Tommy. Yes, so does everybody on fucking YouTube. You got YouTube. But but nah, because I mean, COVID just yeah, COVID stopped all that. It just derailed everything because we don't have any content because we couldn't run shows. So so what are you gonna put up there? You know, you're gonna have me doing a fucking cooking show with fucking Luke. I'd watch. I'd watch. That sounds great. <laughs> sounds fabulous. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, I think we beat that horse to death tonight. Um, on that note, go to join our Facebook group, Book in the Territory of the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. Harper is posting pictures of J Lo's derriere at 54 years old. Jeez, bro, look at that. <laughs> That that that's got to be photoshopped, man. That's no, not. Dude. You think it's photoshopped? I, I don't know, but I feel like you're gonna go do the Javorski once you get off this phone. Man, looking at that, on, it's just kid stuff, right? Yeah, it's just kid stuff. <laughs> come on, man. Picture baseball, a baseball cards with climaxing. Oh Jesus, <laughs> Jesus Christ is! Oh my God, that's a whole <laughs> lot of lot of yeah. It's just kid stuff, man. <laughs> kid stuff. It's like watching oh, Bugs oh. Bunny cartoons. Uh, sure it is. All right. Well, um, oh, real quick. Hopper is still doing videos, life advice, relationship advice. Oh, He's. I got one. I got okay. two. Yeah, you said that three weeks ago. Is this yeah, another no, one? Uh, no. Yeah, you got to get on it. Yeah. You got to get on it. You should. You should, because then people are going to be start complaining that you're not meeting, getting them done fast enough. Yeah. Email him, chrishopper16, wildcatwithak at gmail.com. Tell him what you want in your video and your shout-out. That's his email address. And then after you tell him what you want in the email and your shout-out, then PayPal him 20 bucks to cc30388cc at yahoo.com. Uh, and Hopper will take care of you. If you want props, you're gonna have to email more than twenty bucks. You're gonna have to cover the yeah. cost of the props. Uh, and that's that. Um, I don't have anything else. Crockett, thanks again for another great week. I look forward to next week where we cover February 29th of '92, along with the pay per view. Uh, on that note, Hopper, why don't you hit the tagline and let's roll? Fuck it, bitch. Uh-huh.